0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review Green Lantern. Mm-hmm.
1: Good luck trying to describe this plot line.
0: Well, Ooh, dear. all I can say is... It's Not That Easy Being Green. Correct. (laughs) This film stars Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. He is a hotshot test pilot, Mm -hmm. and he is chosen for some peculiar reason by a group of intergalactic patriots called the Green Lantern Society. He is going to be one of the Green Lanterns. He doesn't know how to do that, so he needs some training. But he doesn't get his training at Paris Island or any place like no, that.
1: In Galaxy, some place somewhere, yes, right? In An fact, alternative universe.
0: Much of this takes place. <laughs> in the galaxy.
1: I wish I could have found an alternative universe while I was watching this movie to get away from the picture.
0: It's pretty dreadful. It is really dreadful. (laughs) If I can give you the plot, which is going to be very hard. Go ahead. It's Green Lantern Society. Their job is to seek out and destroy evil Mm -hmm. wherever it is on Earth or on other places. Right. And of course, it pops up on Earth to an extent, but that's not really very interesting. What's interesting is there is also a horrible creature out in the galaxy somewhere <laughs> who looks like an octopus, <laughs> only he's all brown and kind of drippy, and he's very powerful, so they've got to figure out a way to kill him. Right. That's the plot.
1: Well, also, we have to say that this is based on a DC comic, and it seems like every movie we see almost Certainly a high percentage of them seem to be based on comic books. Again, you have this unassuming, shy, heroic character played by Ryan Reynolds, and he also works for and flies with his romantic interest here, played by the thoroughly innocuous Blake Lively of television (laughs) fame. She has two jobs in this movie. She's the test pilot, and she's also the company president of all these airplanes. And I might add that she's miscast in both of those roles. So she gets two, two for the price of one here. Well,
0: she's very attractive, but she is over her head in this film. Everybody's (laughs) over their head. How can you make anything out of such silliness? And by the way, it's the Green Lantern, the Green Lantern Society, and everything in this film is green. I was so sick of green.
1: I think we also have to say that there is a villain in this piece, and he is played by Peter Sarsgaard. He starts out as being a laboratory rat kind of guy. I mean, he's a physicist or chemist or something like that. We're never really sure what he does. That's right. But he's in the movie, and he's supposed to make a diagnosis, I guess, of the Green Lantern characters and so on. And then he, unfortunately, he gets some serum accidentally injected into his body, and that turns him into a greenish monster-like character.
0: That's right. So everybody be careful what you inject into your body or you're going to turn into Peter Sarsgaard.
1: Right. I must say he looks so odd. Halfway through the movie, he starts out looking normal, but then midway, all of a sudden, he turns into something that looks like the Elephant Man.
0: That's right. And he (laughs)
1: plays the entire movie with this gigantic bulbous head With a normal-sized body, I mean, to Sarsgaard's credit, I must say, that he was able to find some enjoyment out of playing this part because he seems to be the only person with any life up on the screen.
0: Now, the character, by the way, that he plays, Hector Hammond, Yeah. and Hector Hammond, even when we see him before he injects himself, is bald. And looks much older than Peter Sarsgaard. Right, right. Hector Hammond is the son of Senator Hammond, played by of all people Tim Robbins. Yes, yes, yes. Tim Robbins certainly looks a lot better than his film son, but Tim Robbins doesn't have much to do in this movie either.
1: Well, smart move on Tim Robbins' part to take a very small part in a really awful movie. I don't know how or where the producers and the writers and the directors spent $150 million in creating this messy picture. I don't see it in the cheesy special effects. It's certainly not in the script, and it certainly wasn't in the acting. This is really a one-dimensional piece of work. I thought it was disappointing from start to finish, and I was really bored to bits by the end of the film.
0: Well, there are a lot of people in this film who have given good performances before. Angela Bassett plays a doctor. She's a very beautiful woman. She always has been.
1: She has great dignity, don't you think?
0: Absolutely, and she's very dignified in this role, but why? (laughs) J.O. Sanders is also in it. Mark Strong plays the leader of the Green Lantern group. His name is Sinestro, and we don't recognize him. I've seen him in about 10 films already, and I didn't recognize him in this one until the end of the movie, and I don't care. I don't care about any of these people. Ryan Reynolds...
1: I don't care about him either.
0: He doesn't have that movie star quality.
1: He doesn't. You know, it's funny. He was voted the sexiest man on the planet a couple of years. He's been known to be a real stud muffin. I think he's a nice performer, but that's not a great review to say that someone's nice on camera. And, you know, in order to pull off playing a superhero like this in a really campy kind of film, I think you have to be a dazzling actor like Robert Downey Jr. I mean you have to have that kind Of command of the craft in order to pull a movie like this off. And, you know, Ryan Reynolds is unfortunately kind of inert up on the screen. He has zero negative charisma. You know, you watch him work up there and he's six foot four, very good looking. And as the movie wears on, he gets smaller and smaller (laughs) and smaller. And finally, you can barely see him on screen. He's just diminished. By the cheesy special effects. He really doesn't rise above the material. I'm thinking of Christopher Reeve as well as Superman. I mean, that guy really knew how to play this kind of a comic book hero.
0: You know, you've just named the two actors who have played major superheroes: Robert Downey Jr. and christopher reeve and they were fabulous they were both they are
1: wonderful actors i
0: even look forward to the next iron man movie to see robert downey jr again because he brings so much to the table when he does anything correct and you know you say okay now you're going to be a superhero and you develop this iron thing and you can fly and everything and he says great and he brings so much to the role well
1: he's an amazing person i think too I get the feeling that Ryan Reynolds is really one of those terrifically sweet people. I just don't think that that works when you're playing this kind of a character. I think you have to be much more extreme, much more extraordinary, and more daring as a personality to pull this off. And I just don't think that's his M.O. in real life.
0: I'm afraid not. So because of the boring acting, because of the dreadful script, Because of the $150 million special effects or CGI stuff that look so cheesy.
1: Dollar store.
0: Absolutely. This is a red light film all the way.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you, Les. There's a lack of talent in every area of the production. Script, casting, acting, special effects, writing. I'd have to give the Green Lantern a red lantern. (laughs) Or a red light. Sorry, but... That's the way it goes.
0: I'm sorry, too. So, two red lanterns for Green Lantern. Oh, boy. I hope we're going to see something next time that is going to entertain us a little bit more than this one did. So, until we see our next movie, my name is Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that the green lights in this film don't make you turn green at the movies.